And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a Saskatchewan farmer returns from a successful trade mission to Italy and North Africa. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy. The high today, plus 3. The low tonight, minus 5. Wind chill, minus 6 tonight, minus 11 overnight. Tomorrow, mainly sunny skies. Wind southwest, 30. The high, plus 5 for Tuesday. 40% chance of evening showers and the low, 0. Wednesday, sunny with a high of plus 3. The low, minus 5. Thursday, sunny. The high, 0 the low minus 5. Friday, cloudy, 40% chance of showers. The high plus 3, the low minus 12. And Saturday, it looks like we're back to winter. Sunny with a high minus 10, the low minus 16. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 12. The normal is a high of minus 9, the normal low minus 21. The sun rose at 8.54. This morning, it sets at 4.55 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot right now in Saskatchewan is Maple Creek, and it's tied for the Canadian hotspot with Abbotsford and White Rock, B.C. In Estevan, it's minus 4. Saskatoon, minus 3. Swift Current, plus 4. Weyburn, minus 4. Yorkton, minus 8. Once again, Maple Creek is plus 10. Cloudy in Regina with minus 6 degrees. It's 21 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 26. The wind chill, minus 13. Humidity, 85%. The barometer dropping, 101.3. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, minus 1. Winds are calm. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 6. That's 21 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. The vice chair of Sask Wheat has wrapped up a successful week-long Durham wheat trade mission to Italy and North Africa. Scott Hepworth of Assiniboy is optimistic there will be a resumption of Durham sales to Italy. Since new country of origin labeling, Canadian Durham sales to Italy have dropped significantly. Hepworth feels the Cereals Canada trade mission should lead to improved sales. The Italian leg of the trip actually went better than expected. Um, we, were, we had a warm welcome there. Uh, we changed the, um, the destination of it this year and held it in Altamira which was a new, sp- new spot for us there. And then there's quite a bit of activity there with millers and buyers um, in Altamira. And they, uh, they welcomed us, a very warm welcome. And uh, we had a very, a very good attendance at our seminar. Um, I think all the key players were there. There were, there were no protests this year, although there was some police presence. Um, I, you, you, it was a very uh, warm meeting, and uh, I think it went very well. The Italians have really cut back on buying Canadian Durham, partly because of country origin labeling and I think, as you described it, unfair concerns about the use of glyphosate. Can you overcome that? Um, I think that we can, actually, after after having this seminar there. And then uh, we had a few follow-up meetings after the seminar. And um, I think that in the long term, I think the tide is turning. And um, it'll be a matter of time now. They Usually the Durham that would, would go to Italy goes for the St. Lawrence, um, so there won't be any new purchasing done for a few months anyways until the St. Lawrence opens back up. But from what we heard from, from the buyers and then the millers over there, it's hard for them to not want to buy the high-quality Durham 
Canada has to offer this year, especially at the, the low price that it that it is. They would love to buy the Canadian Durham, and uh, I think with time they will they will re-enter that market in a in a bigger way than they have already. You sound cautiously optimistic. You'll be able to Canada will be able to expand Durham sales or resume Dur- Durham sales to Italy. I I, I think that Durham sales um, in the long term will resume into Italy. Um, I'm not sure when we'll get back up to the levels that we were used to in the past, but I, I do think that just the fact that we have such high-quality Durham and um, it's selling at a discount now, it's hard for any buyers over there to um, to not notice that and not want a piece of that pie. So I do think in the long term, Italy will come back into the market. But as I said before, I, I don't know if we will ever or how long it'll take to get back to the levels that we were previously used to. How big was the Italian market? Typically, I think on average, they were in the, the 20% of our production range. I don't have the, the numbers in front of me, but anywhere from 800,000 metric ton to well over a million metric ton per year. So they were a, a big buyer of Canadian Durham, and uh, we're obviously well below that right now. But we're doing everything that we can to get that, that number back up to where, as a Durham producer, I'd like to see it. Other part of your trade mission involved two other important key markets, Algeria and Morocco. How did that go? Um, Algeria and Morocco also went very well. Morocco right now has been um, constantly buying Canadian Durham. They were more than happy with the quality they're receiving this year, especially for the price. Both of those countries, the Durham typically sold there is is one and two quad. They make couscous with it, and they they love their couscous over there. I was actually able to eat some, some authentic Moroccan couscous while I was there, and it's darn good. So they like the high-quality Canadian Durham, which we have this year. And, and so things in Morocco went very smoothly. Like I said, they, they've been good buyers of Canadian Durham and, and continue to be. Uh, the conversation in Algeria is a little bit more difficult. Uh, they had a, a larger, much larger than domestic production this year um, and haven't had the need to uh, buy Canadian Durham although uh, their quality isn't near what uh, the Canadian quality is. And, and some of the private millers there would love to see some, some high-quality Canadian Durham enter their markets for them to purchase. A little different way of doing business in Algeria than it is in other countries, say, but we're, we're very hopeful that they will return to uh, the Canadian market here shortly. You feel it was a successful trade mission, a week-long trade mission? Yes, I do. It was, um, it was a real rat race. Uh, we were there just over a week and only had the odd couple hours in the afternoon to, to gather our thoughts and, and then resume on to the next country. So it was very busy, but, I mean, there are three very vital markets to Canadian Durham, and I think having some boots on the ground there and, and promoting our product and answering their questions goes a long way. Um, if we're not there, somebody else will be, and um, they're long-term customers of ours, and I think maintaining those relationships and building some new ones is key to growth and retention of those markets. Scott Hepworth is vice chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission and farms at Assiniboia. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. CN Rail is reporting a record monthly grain movement in November. The Director of Grain Marketing for CN Rail, David Shednovic, says the rail company moved 2.7 million tons of grain in November compared to 2.25 million tons last year. Now that total tonnage moved in November represented a record November for CN as well as the best individual month for grain movement ever on CN. 
And from the beginning of the crop year through the end of November, CN moved a record 9.65 million tons of grain out of Western Canada, compared to 8.64 million tons over the same period last year, and the three-year average of 8.88 million tons. By province, shipments through November were on record pace on CN in Saskatchewan and Manitoba, while shipments out of Alberta continued to lag slightly behind normal due to the impact of harvest weather on grain availability in September and October. CN Rail has added extra staff and equipment to avoid a repeat of last winter's grain movement bottleneck. Some early results are coming out of five grain drying trials this fall during difficult harvest conditions in Saskatchewan. Researchers examined the effect of airflow rate and the amount of heat added on drying rates. It was a learning ex experience for Joy Agnew, a research project manager with PAMI in Humboldt. I didn't realize how much of an effect ambient conditions still had on drying rates. Based on physics, I assume that as soon as you add heat, you kind of turn all air into good air, and that wasn't the case. So adding heat with high air flows had a really good benefit or good drying rates in September when we had really not nice weather. But as soon as it turned around in October, that benefit of adding heat diminished a fair bit. And it was really the airflow rate that was the driving factor in drying rate, which was really surprising to me. Agnew talks about one trial in particular. We did a, a trial in November with flaxseed where we added heat for eight days thinking there would be a big benefit and there wasn't at all. We saw the exact same amount of drying with no heat, yet we would have spent 800 bucks in propane if it was a, a larger size bin and for zero benefit. And you add that up across all the bins and all of the wet grain that come off and that's a huge, huge cost that could be avoided. As for the bottom line? You don't want to turn your bin into a heated air dryer. You don't want to crank the temperature up so high to simulate heated air drying or dedicated drying equipment because you will not be able to get that moisture out of the bin. The high temperature will pull the moisture out of the kernel, but you need the CFMs to get it out of the bin. So cranking temperature up beyond 20 degrees Celsius with in-bin systems really is, is more of a disservice than a benefit. That is the critical take-home that I want all producers to take when they listen to me talk from this presentation and next year when, when this project wraps up. Joy Agnew with the Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute in Humboldt. There's more detailed information about supplemental heating and airflow rates at www.pami.ca. Look for the What's New section on the right side of the page. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin' Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola fell a dollar sixty at four forty-two eighty-two. Flax went down twenty dollars at four seventy-eight twenty-nine. Oats dropped fifty cents at one eighty-two ninety. Number one red spring wheat decreased seventeen cents at two hundred sixty dollars and thirty-six cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred eight dollars sixty-two cents. Feed barley 192.63. Yellow peas 252.54. Feed wheat 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May wheat is up one and three quarter cents at 5.90 and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report, Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Our Tuesday regular sale, 900 cattle still in the dry cow and bull offering. The cow market 
basically steady on the average, but really good hard cows were higher. Uh, we did have some young choice type cows at 83 and 88 bracket, but we also seen some of the fairly decent feeder type uh, storage type cows for two to four lower. So on the average, it's still reading 68 and a half cents, but uh, certainly two different kinds of activity going on there. In the bull market, a little bit higher, 85 to 95. They're averaging in the low 90s on the kill, kill bulls. Uh, feeder open heifers in the dollar sixty to a dollar eighty range, depending on how they do like the cattle, and they're also uh, keeping a close eye on whether they think they may be bred or uh, open type cattle. Certainly, the opens are way more aggressive on getting uh, uh, proven and documented open cattle to buy on their feeder orders. And the bread sale on Thursday. Uh, usable bread cattle at $1,200 to $2,000. The bread heifer market was $2,000 to $2,500. And again, uh, that's uh, fairly solid, but uh, does definitely look here if you do have the feed and the grass and the water. Bread cattle should be a very good investment. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,200 hogs Friday, selling a range of 113 to 138 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,800 head, selling a range of 114 to 137 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the weekend of Friday, December 14th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 126.37, Ham Scash 136.10, Thunder Creek Burka 128.26, and a high leaf $137.60 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar is down 11 basis points with the daily exchange at 1.3379. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.71 cents U.S. U.S. cash market values start the week in a mixed pattern, with the ISM and WCB reporting regions trending modestly upward, while the national reporting region is 45 cents U.S. 100 weight lower. In the short term, some port comes from ideas on firm domestic demand. However, packers are having no trouble sourcing supplies from the large herd, and weekly slaughter came in at 2.612 million hogs, one of the highest on record. Lean hog futures have opened lower to start the week as the market shrugs off African swine fever and potential pork import increases resulting from the 90-day trade war truce with China. However, purchases from China have fallen in line with historical purchase patterns that were followed up with even less purchases last week and a cancellation in the 2019 marketing year. The weather outlook for today, partly cloudy, the high plus 3, the low tonight, minus 5 degrees. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, wind southwest 30, the high plus 5, 40% chance of evening showers tomorrow night, the low 0. In Regina, cloudy and minus 6, that's 21 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.